More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superhuman Radio. Yes, it's Superhuman Radio. A strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superhuman Radio. Who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who disguises Carl Lenore. Mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. You're listening to Superhuman Radio, and I'm Carl Lenore. The website is www.superhumanradio.com. The email address is onair, O-N-A-I-R, at superhumanradio.com. And we've got an exciting show for you today. This show really, um, I'm excited about it. Uh, The research that I did for this show turned me into perhaps a zealot, uh, some may say. And... uh, the show today is going to be about raw, unpasteurized milk. When, uh, when drugs first entered the sport of bodybuilding many, many years ago, many athletes were not willing to use them. Uh, these athletes had to find ways to keep up with the gains made by their chemically enhanced counterparts. Some of them returned to drinking raw, unpasteurized milk and cream, and they claimed amazing results, strength and muscle gains. After all, uh, milk is the only thing found in nature which was created specifically to be a food. And uh, as a food, when unprocessed, there appears to be nothing more perfect than raw, unpasteurized milk. When I first began doing my research for this show, I was solely focused on raw milk's muscle and strength-building potential. However, you can't learn about raw milk without understanding its history and that the health of American people, by and large, was once again railroaded in the name of big business profits. When it comes to raw milk, nothing is more true than this. Raw milk was used as a medical therapy before pasteurization. It actually had the ability to cure uh, and heal, unlike its distant cousin, pasteurized milk, uh, which has been linked to cancer, bone loss, allergies, gastrointestinal difficulties, lactose intolerance, I mean, you name it. Everybody uh, seems to think that uh, raw milk, is, uh, pasteurized milk is, is the worst thing that you can drink. There's a lot of people out there that have trouble digesting it. Um, today we're going to explore the benefits of drinking raw milk. We're going to discuss the propaganda that's being spread by advocates of the milk industry about its danger. And we're going to talk that, about why it's illegal in most states to even purchase it. We're also going to show you how you can get it legally and you can begin to reap the benefits of this amazing raw food. My guests today are Dr. Ron Schmid and Randy Roach. Dr. Schmid is a doctor of uh, naturopathy and a native nutrition expert. He also is the author of the definitive book on the subject, The Untold Story of Raw Milk, and he's joining us today from his office in Watertown, Connecticut. Welcome to the show, Dr. Schmid. Hi, Carl. Nice to be here. Thanks very much. Thank you. And uh, our second guest today is uh, no stranger to the show, um, Randy Roach. He's a true friend of Superhuman Radio. He's also a native nutrition advocate and raw food eater. And he's the uh, 
he's also, I guess, considered a bodybuilding historian, if you will, because he's authoring a much-anticipated book, Muscle, Smoke, and Mirrors, which chronicles the history of bodybuilding and the nutritional legacy of the fathers of physical culture. And Randy is joining us today from his home outside Toronto. How you doing, Randy? Pretty good today, Carl. And a special thanks for Randy being on the show today because it is his birthday. Happy birthday, Randy. Thanks. Hey, Randy, happy birthday. Thanks, Randy. Nice you there. <laughs> anyway, I want to start the interview uh, with Dr. Schmidt because uh, I want to lay some of the groundwork that he details in his book because, again, you, you can't talk about raw milk without understanding uh, the, the political uh, aspects of raw milk. First of all, when was pasteurization introduced uh, to dairy products, Dr. Schmidt? Late 1800s, around 1900, it began to be uh, invented. Uh, the, the pasteurs worked before that, of course, but began to be uh, become popular in the United States in the early 1900s. And wh why was it necessary in the first place? There were a lot of problems with um, what were called distillery dairies in the late 1800s. Um, beginning uh, in the early 1800s, as the, as the cities grew, distilleries sprung up next to the cities everywhere, and uh, they would take the waste products of making whiskey and feed them to cows. Terrible feeding practice, and resulted in sick cows and very bad milk, which was sold in the cities to unsuspecting people, and uh, instead of getting a beautiful grass-fed fresh milk from the countryside, they would get this distillery milk, and there was a certain amount of illness associated with that. Uh, Pasteurization was a sort of a cheap fix to uh, uh, supposedly clean up the milk supply without really paying any attention to quality. By, by killing everything in the milk, including the pathogenic bacteria, uh, the milk became, quote, safe to drink. Um, but it was still a far cry from fresh raw milk from healthy animals that people have thrived on for tens of thousands of years. So I want to I make sure something's clear for the listeners here. First of all, um, the byproduct of mash at a distillery has a name that is indicative of what it is. It's called slop. That's right. Okay. And so what happened was the distillers, in an effort to squeeze every penny of profitability out of their operation, decided what can we do with the slop that will end up making money for us, and they decided let's feed it to cows and make milk. But the reality is that cows weren't designed to eat, eat grain. They were designed to eat grass, correct? That's right. Okay. Ruminant animals thrive on grass. That's their natural diet. Of course, you, you have a problem today as well in that uh, most dairy animals in the United States are kept in confinement facilities and fed high quantities of grains to facilitate large volume production at the expense of the quality of the milk. Okay. So the, 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 the line that I want people to hear here is, the reason that pasteurization came out in the first place is because people wanted to sell substandard milk because they didn't need it before when farms were producing milk. They needed it after distilleries were taking the slop and trying to turn it into a dollar by feeding it to cows who weren't designed to eat that stuff in the first place. Those cows got sick, and they gave sick milk. And the solution, instead of eradicating those cows in that process, they decided to find a way to clean up the milk and keep selling it. All right. Okay. All right. I just want everybody out there to do I appreciate it. You've read my book. It's the first time I've ever been on a radio show where the host read my book. Well, yes, and 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 uh, I, I tell you something. I, I've become a zealot between uh, between Randy and and your book. I really am in a big way behind raw milk right now. Well, you know, you got to be a little bit careful there. Don't don't attack the dairy industry too much because you'll wind up in court on the veggie libel laws. You know about those? 
Um, no, I don't. But I've seen what they've done to Altadena Dairy out in California, so I would imagine that. The... Well, it's it's like the the meat the meat guys going after Oprah Winfrey and Winfrey for saying some unkind comments about hamburgers on TV. Right. She wound up in court for six months, cost her a million bucks, even though she won. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll take uh, note of that. I'll be careful what I say here. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, I want to start discussing the differences in milk once it's pasteurized versus versus when it's raw. You're listening to Super Human Radio. We're talking about raw, unpasteurized milk. Our guest today, Dr. Ron Schmidt and Randy Roach. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing and some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just two much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mitel Red Light so you can get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MitoRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to MitoRedLight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just up to its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. 
Your radio just got ripped. It's Superhuman Radio. Yes, and what an appropriate song. Good call, Kevin. You're listening to Superhuman Radio. We're talking today about raw, unpasteurized milk. My guests today are Dr. Ron Schmidt and Randy Roach. And I think what I want to do right this moment is I want to, I want to uh, defer to, to Randy for just a minute because I want to establish something early on for the people who are listening to make sure that they understand the, the value of milk and what we're talking about here. Randy, back in the day uh, when drugs first hit the scene in bodybuilding, there were still people out there that were able to compete on, a, on a, an even plane, and a lot of them were said to have been using raw unpasteurized milk, you've told me. Is that correct? Yeah, a number of them were using it, but you know, back then the steroids they were taking weren't what they're taking right now, so the physiques weren't as outlandish. So a good diet and good genetics still brought you a long way. So a number of them, a lot of them at that time by the 50s and 60s, they really weren't educated in the difference between pasteurized and raw. Uh, guys like Gironda and Blair were, but many of them would still drink the pasteurized milk as well. But Geronda and Blair knew that there was a big difference. And even using protein powders, they knew they had to reconstitute the product back to where it came from because they know that milk came with natural fat, vitamin A, cholesterol, and that's why they would put the raw cream and the raw milk. They usually make raw half and half and add with um, a raw egg and put it with their protein powder. So, mm-hmm. But they got a lot of gains. Like These guys got, <laughs> got pretty big, and, but they weren't counting calories. They would do sometimes two gallons a day. Which was a lot of milk. Okay. Wow, that is a lot of milk. Now, if you were drinking that much pasteurized milk today, you'd probably end up having heart trouble. Well, no, you, most people couldn't drink that much because they can't digest it. Right. You know, a lot of people have lactose intolerance, and they don't. They don't. With the raw milk comes with the lactase, so they have a lot easier time. That's a lot of milk, even raw, to drink in it. But um, most people wouldn't even try to drink that much pasteurized milk today, okay. or, or any milk for that matter. But, but clearly, the research that you're doing for your book shows, indicates that uh, that uh, raw and pasteurized milk was, was helping them, the, the, the folks who were using it, make muscle gains. Oh, definitely. It was part of the bodybuilder's diet from the get-go. You go back to the turn of the century, uh, George Hackenschmidt, he was doing uh, 11 pints a day. Uh, Bernard McFadden, who's the father of physical culture, he was a big proponent of raw dairy and, uh, and a pure uh, raw milk diet. For He was considered crazy um, by the what he called the medical trust at that time because he was saying for people, if you got uh, diabetes, that you can be kept alive by just drinking raw milk, and they thought he was nuts. So Ron writes all about um, the the milk diet and all that, and his untold story of raw milk. Highly recommend people to read that book if they want to know the history, a true history, a really proper perspective of the history of milk, and especially you'll understand where it came from and where where it is today. It's it's just a drastic difference between commercial milk and what the type of milk that raw. Uh, raw Ron himself raises on his own farm. It's okay. drastically different. Okay, so that, that actually segues into the next question. Before pasteurization, raw milk was actually used therapeutically. I've read studies where uh, they used it for diabetes to reduce the occurrence of tuberculosis. I've uh, read story, studies, uh, I think uh, a Dr. Crew had written uh, that he had a young boy who was covered head to toe in psoriasis and on a raw milk diet in six weeks, the psoriasis was completely uh, uh, gone. So, so th- this question is for Dr. Schmidt. Um, what what is it that happens when we pasteurize milk that makes it uh, so uh, foreign to the uh, to the body? 
raw milk is still used therapeutically throughout the world and, and throughout the United States as well. It, it isn't conventional medicine, certainly, but I've been treating my patients for 30 years with raw milk. Uh, it's, it's depending on availability and how easy it is for them to get it, the, the amount may vary, but virtually all my patients look for raw milk and uh, quality raw milk and use it as part of their, part of their therapy. I, I consult with people by phone all over the world, but mostly in the United States and Canada, and uh, the vast majority of them are, are using raw milk as an important part of their diet. Pasteurization destroys the enzymes in milk. That's the primary thing that, that, that happens. The destruction of enzymes has happened in, in cooking any food. You only get enzymes in food in raw food or, or fermented food. Uh, and I, I consider the enzymes the most important, most important part of the food. Now, of course, the food industry uh, has no interest in enzymes because all processed foods are devoid of enzymes. So there are other changes as well. You destroy certain vitamins and minerals. So you change the assimilation of calcium. A lot of things like that happen as well. But um, the thing to pay attention to really is the enzyme content that you get only in raw food. And that's interesting because uh, one of the indicators of aging is the, the, the lack of the, or the, uh, the, the a breakdown in the cascade of enzymes in the body that cause a lot of the reactions that, that create our body's ability to use the nutrients that we eat. So that that's a very interesting point that you make there. So you had an anti-aging show, I guess. Recently. Yeah, you know, I was on talking about that, and I've I've read a lot of their books and seen their material, and I don't see any of them talking about raw food. Raw food is the key to aging well and to living a long and healthy life. Okay, so tell me some of the uh, t tell me some of the uh, patients that you use raw milk and you see results. Just give me a, a brief list of uh, some of the things that you use it for in your practice. It really would run the gamut of, of virtually every chronic disease you can imagine. I, I have people with lifelong skin conditions like psoriasis or eczema that clear up using uh, raw milk from grass-fed animals. Uh, I treat a lot of people with cancer, and raw milk has a tremendous impact on cancer. There's obviously a lot more to do and a lot more to natural therapy for cancer besides raw milk, but that can be a very important part of it. Uh, all kinds of gastrointestinal diseases will respond well to raw milk of the proper quality introduced at the proper pace, and uh, often we'll use fermented raw milk uh, in conjunction with fresh raw milk because there are problems in digesting even raw milk for people with uh, medical problems. Um, I've treated people with diabetes and, and seen a tremendous decrease in the amount of um, insulin that's required to maintain even type 1 diabetics. Type 2 diabetics typically will, will clear up completely and not need, um, not need their oral insulin anymore when they go on a diet that utilizes raw milk as an important part of it. Uh, would, have you ever seen raw milk being used in any type of muscle-wasting diseases? Yes, I have a number of patients who have uh, oh, what you would call muscle-wasting diseases and also other neurological problems like multiple sclerosis. And raw milk is uh, important for a lot of reasons there. That uh, People with problems like that um, are starving for good quality fats. There's this incredible uh, hoax that's being perpetuated on the, uh, the Western world that uh, animal fats are bad for people. Uh, cholesterol is supposed to be the villain. You got $11 billion worth of cholesterol lowering drugs being sold every year on that notion. 
Uh, in fact, uh, animal fats and quality animals are the most important part of the diet. They're rich in nutrients that people are starved for today. So when you give people a lot of quality raw milk from healthy grass-fed animals, they start getting all these fats that they've been starving for for their whole lives, and all kinds of things start to change, including chronic conditions that we're talking about here. So what type of fat, what is the fat pro- profile in raw milk as opposed to pasteurized milk? That's a good question. Um, the most important difference is that the fat is in the raw state. Uh, there's a huge difference, again, when, when, you, when you cook things, it changes them completely. And the fat being raw is very important. There is a large quantities of natural vitamin A and D in the fat of, of animals that are eating grass and in their dairy products. Uh, and commercial dairy products, because the animals are not eating grass, are practically devoid of natural vitamin A and D. They add the synthetic version. Uh, you have uh, Dr. Schmidt, Dr. Schmidt. quantities of conjugated linoleic acid and other fats present in grass-fed raw milk as well. I, w- I want to come back and I want to finish talking about fat when we come back after this break because uh, there's a couple other things I wanted to mention I want to get you to talk about. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We're talking about raw and pasteurized milk with the Dr. Ron Schmidt and Randy Roach. Uh, you're listening to Superhuman Radio. We'll be right back. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of having. Started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax. That was at eight years old. And so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full, full out panic attack. The, the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D. R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new Transformation Challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are 
serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. Or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more Productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Bill Muscle, turn that. It's Superhuman Radio. You're listening to Superhuman Radio. I'm Carl Lenore. We're talking today about raw, unpasteurized milk, its health benefits, its muscle building benefits. We're talking with Dr. Ron Schmidt and Randy Roach. So, Dr. Schmidt, where we left off, and I'm sorry I had to interrupt you coming up on a break quickly there. Uh, conjugated linoleic acid, omega-3s, are present in, in grass-fed or pasture-fed, I guess the term you use, uh, cows, correct? Yeah. Uh, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So, and those, those, you know, those are particularly beneficial fats. Those have actually been implicated in helping people l- lose fat. They've been implicated in, in increasing lipolysis. Oh, yeah. A high-fat, high-animal-fat diet is the best, the best way to stay lean and mean, and, and uh, if you're fat, to lose the fat. You live on, you live on animal food, and you, you wind up, uh, you know, 60, 170, 175, and your muscles get firm, even if you don't work out much. I mean, uh, it's the way to be strong. Yeah, I actually... That's Randy about that. I mean, he can tell you. Yeah, no, I know. I was, I was going to mention, there was a study that uh, Randy pointed me to once that I read that uh, showed that the cats given uh, pasteurized milk versus raw milk, the color of their skin was different, the tone of their muscles were different. It was just an amazing thing. So yeah, Randy, they even get to reproduce, which cats fed uh, uh, the cooked food diets after a couple of generations, they couldn't even reproduce. Well, the other thing I found interesting was that they reproduce, I, I forget the, what, what the term is, it's not homo, hom, yeah, is it homogenous, or homo, homogeneous, they, they, yeah, homogeneous, all the, all the little mates, kittens, yeah. yeah, all the little mates look the same as opposed to it looking like there were six different breeds going on. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Randy, are you using any raw milk with the people that you train now? Um, some of them are using the raw milk. I was going to make a quick note um, about uh, commercial milk. It's not just pasteurized. People got to remember it's also homogenized. That's not a gentle process. It's mechanically separating the milk and driving the fat through tiny little orifices so it'll stay suspended so it won't rise to the top. And, again, it's just more of a beating that uh, the commercial milk takes that the, the natural raw milk doesn't undergo that kind of stuff. But a number of um, my clients who work out here will use it. Some don't. Some it's it's still a fear factor for some people, but more and more people are getting more educated and realizing that that's fear not the case. Fear of Randy, or fear of the law in Canada getting after him for getting illegal stuff? Uh, there's a little fear of the law, but, I mean, it's they still have the bacteria scare. But they know, like I've been doing raw milk for six years. Ron got me into raw meat, four, I think, four years ago this month that Ron started me on raw meat. I haven't been sick since. And as I said in other shows, I've left the meat out because of my eyesight on the counter all night long. That's chicken. And still ate it. And I still got nothing. So the whole 
That's a different show. The whole bacteria uh, theory is an entirely different topic altogether. But that fear of bacteria is still dominant out there, and it's, it'll it'll be that way for quite a while. Because well, as long as the establishment is brainwashing people into believing that uh, bacteria is the main cause of disease, it's, exactly. it's, it's like mosquitoes in a swamp. No, no swamp, no mosquitoes. If your body's healthy, the bacteria don't have anywhere to breed. And it's funny you should mention that because I guess the the, the 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 platform that the dairy industry stands on for pasteurization is that uh, is that milk in, in an unpasteurized format is dangerous. But the reality is that then sushi would be dangerous, or ordering a steak rare would be dangerous. And so I, I guess that they're using a different uh, they're using a two different standards when they talk about restaurants serving raw fish, but yet Amer- Americans can't readily get unpasteurized milk. You well, remember... The, oh, go ahead, Ron. No, I'll just a quickie. The, the standard for these people is all really the same, though, in a sense. It's all about money. The dairy industry is huge, and they got that way by putting 3 million dairy farmers out of business in the last 50 years. 3 million, fellas. It used to yeah. be that there were 3.1 million dairy farms in the United States at the end of World War II, selling about... Uh, with eight cows each on the average, selling milk to all their neighbors, raw milk to all their neighbors. Well, they got rid of all those guys. All those families are working in the city now, and we got 100,000 dairy farms left, mostly confinement operations, selling their milk for pasteurization. And it works out real well for the big boys in the dairy industry. Now, I've read that lactose intolerance did not exist before pasteurization. Is there any any truth to that? No. <laughs> okay. It, it, it existed on a small scale. There, there are people who are genetically not very well suited for drinking milk, and they they don't have much lactose. And what they do thrive on, though, is is uh, cultured milk. And so you have parts of the world where a lot of cultured milk is used uh, indigenously in parts of Africa, for example, even though the people would not tolerate fresh milk very well. And then you got their neighbors tolerating fresh milk because they developed the gene for for uh, digesting lactose as, as adults. So there, there's some variation, and some lactose intolerance is real, but uh, in practice, uh, I've worked with hundreds of people who were supposedly lactose intolerant, and when they went on raw milk from grass-fed animals, they digested it just fine. They didn't have a problem. Now, after the show today, I'm actually driving north to northern Kentucky to a small a town called Verona where I found a farm that has a cow share program that I'm going to get involved with so I can start purchasing raw milk. I have a daughter who has been plagued with eczema since she, since she was an infant. I'm hoping that it helps her. So it's not just selfish where I'm looking to make greater muscle gains. But, uh, Dr. Schmidt, you recommend uh, to, to uh, uh, purchase milk from pasture-fed breeds like Jerseys and Guernseys, is that correct? Well, sure, and there are other breeds as well, and, and some people get milk from pasture-fed Holsteins. I mean, it's Jersey and Guernseys are particularly good because they're the fattiest milk, and the fat, the fat is tasty and real good for you. Cow share is a wonderful uh, idea, a way to, way to get milk. You, you buy a share of the cow, and then the farmer can let you pick some of your own milk up. However, the legislatures in any number of states are now moving to try to outlaw that and make it illegal to buy a share of a cow. You can still buy a share of ExxonMobil, but you won't be able to buy a share of a cow if they have their way. Welcome to fascist America. Wow, so I didn't know that they were trying to uh, to, to outlaw that now. Oh, yeah, they've made it, made it illegal in Maryland or Virginia, and they're working on it in other states. 
dairy industry fights hard. You know, what I doing my research, I realized that the dairy industry is perhaps only second to the to the uh, uh, oil industry as far as uh, the way it is it's so controlled by just a small group of companies. And uh, I heard rumors that there's actually a facility being built in New Mexico. Were you the one who told me this, uh, Randy? Uh, that was going to house 60,000 animals that, that could be milked simultaneously or something like that? No, I'm, that wasn't me. Well, okay, I'm not aware so, of that. Somewhere I was doing my research, and I was talking to somebody, and they said, well, I'll, I'll give you a shocker. There's, a, there's a, a, a facility being built in New Mexico that will have the capacity to milk 60,000 animals at a time. That's how big a milk big business is. I mean, that, that's well, amazing. Could I add something here, Carl? Yes. With, um, the big scare, like these companies say, uh, everything has to be pasteurized to protect us from bacteria. Up here, it's, uh, it's illegal right across Canada, but we still have to do some cow share stuff. And a number of our suppliers, they, they're responsible. They'll take their milk, and they will uh, have it tested on a regular basis. But they'll also go to a store and buy some commercial milk and bring it with them. And often, the, the pasteurized commercial milk is much higher in bacteria. In fact, in one situation, the lab felt obligated for potential liability issues to report the levels that they found in that sample. So people have to realize that instead of being pasteurized, it doesn't mean it is now bacteria-free. Right. And you create a dead food, and you get that if you want even more aggressive uh, bacteria growth. You just have to create a dead food, and that's what you're doing with pasteurized milk. Right, right. I've actually read several uh, bits of information where, uh, and as a matter of fact, the dairy that I'm going to be visiting, he actually compared a batch of his milk to a batch of uh, store-bought milk, and the, the levels in his milk were well below the standard, and the, and the pasteurized milk it was way high compared to what the, this, the acceptable standard was. So now I've heard that as well, and I think that's very common, and I think that most people just don't get sick from it, so they assume that, uh, that it's, it's okay. They just you know, get... Carl, let, let me mention uh, Organic Pastures Dairy. A couple websites your, your uh, listeners might be interested in. OrganicPastures.com. The California Dairy and, and my website, drrons.com, D-R-R-O-N-S, drrons.com. Got a lot of articles posted about uh, raw milk and other uh, aspects of natural healing there. Organic Pastures in California uh, is a raw milk dairy that has now been serving people for about five years, some 25 million servings of raw milk without a single incidence of illness. They post their bacteria accounts on the web every day. They have their own uh, laboratory to to um, to check the bacteria counts. Of course, the state checks them several times a month as well. And uh, five years, 25 million servings, and not a single case of illness. Now, if that's not safe, what is? And yet, you got 35 other states that don't allow raw milk to be sold at all. I also learned that uh, that the dairies that produce uh, raw and pasteurized milk, they, they they just tend to their cows much better. They actually wash the teats. Uh, I guess uh, in commercial dairies, there's a high degree of mastitis, which is an infection in the in the teats, and, and, and subsequently they produce sick milk. And all they do with that is swab them with iodine, and that iodine gets into the milk as well. And then another dairy farmer that I was talking to told me that it's very common practice in commercial dairies to add chlorine when the when the when the pathogen count is so high that they know they won't pass they just throw a gallon of chlorine in the milk and wait a little while and it kills a lot of the pathogens and then they send it upstream for pasteurization now i haven't uh, i haven't seen that documented but it sounds like the kind of thing that they certainly wouldn't want anybody to know about if it were happening well you know this, this is what i was told so uh -huh. I, I guess, you know this is i'm just repeating it but uh, you know it just seems to me that uh, uh, the the dairies that produce raw 
uh, on, uh, raw and pasteurized milk tend to take care of their cows better, and subsequently they, 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 they produce a better quality milk as well. Even families that are involved in the dairy industry, just whatever uh, organization, they'll, they'll have their own cows separate <laughs> that they'll drink that milk from compared to the milk that's coming from the cows that's going to the, the dairy industry. Well, there you go. That, that kind of proves it. Um, uh, we're going to go into a break here pretty quickly, but when, when I come back, what I want to talk about is, uh, is uh, two things. I want to discuss the, how, how people can find um, uh, dairies where they can purchase raw, unpasteurized milk before cow share uh, programs become obsolete as well. And also, Dr. Ron, if you know of any way that uh, people can petition or get involved to fight for their rights to continue to buy uh, raw milk, I'd like to discuss that as well. Yeah, I'd like to do that too. Okay, you're listening to Superhuman Radio. We're talking about raw, unpasteurized milk. Today, our guests are Dr. Ron Schmidt uh, and Randy Roach. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to DrSeeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just too much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mito Red Light so you can get 
get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MidalRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to MidalRedLight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T dot com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Listen strong. It's Superhuman Radio. You're listening to Superhuman Radio. We're talking today about raw, unpasteurized milk, its health benefits, its muscle-building benefits. We're talking with Dr. Ron Schmid and Randy Roach. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about how people can get raw milk because that's, that's the critical thing at this point in time. Yeah, your, your best bet is to check out the Weston A. Price Foundation um, on the Internet. Weston A. Price, W-E-S-T-O-N-A-P-R-I-C-E dot O-R-G. And they will have show you their chapter leaders in states all over the country. And it, the Weston Price chapter leaders know about raw milk in their area. They know about cow share in their area. Uh, there's another website, realmilk.com, R-E-A-L-M-I-L-K.com, which is a project of the Weston Price Foundation. And uh, you'll find a lot about uh, what's going on in your area there as well, people to contact and, uh, and help you in your search. Now, you're in Connecticut, and they actually have a certified raw milk program on the state there, right? Well, yes. It's, well, it's, it's licensed and inspected. We have farms that are, that are um, inspected by the state and have licenses to sell raw milk both on the farm and in stores. So we have raw milk in, in uh, stores throughout the state and health food stores all over the state. Like California does, Maine, Pennsylvania, there are a few states. Now, those is that the quality of that milk the same as what I'm going to do? Go up to the small dairy and hand carry a gallon home, or, or is the is the process of, of being certified uh, require them to do certain things? However, well, gentle. There, there are a couple articles on my website about that, and if I may, please, drons.com, World Wide Web. D-R-R-O-N-S dot com. A couple articles there about the, the uh, safety and certification and what to look for in raw milk and uh, what to look for in the farm where you get your raw milk. There article about using raw milk as part of uh, natural uh, dietetic treatment of all kinds of chronic diseases. Um, and, and that is basically you're looking for a farm where the cows are healthy and they're out eating grass they're not kept in the barn all day in a, in a big operation where they literally never never see the the, the outdoors which is what most uh, large uh, dairy farms are like today okay and what can people do to help uh, champion the cause so that raw milk isn't taken away from us completely well get involved get educated for one thing I mean uh, I, I've written a book about this which is written for lay people and for Entertainment and uh, as well as uh, education and understanding, it's uh, it's it's modern history, really. Uh, uh, 
Weston Price Foundation is a wonderful organization that's very involved in all this and involved in supporting farmers all over the country who are being harassed by the authorities and, um, and leading the legislative fights in various different states to either keep raw milk legal or get it legalized in the states where it's uh, illegal. Uh, I would say that involvement with the Weston A. Price Foundation is the, is the, is the single most important thing someone could do and, and because we have, we have uh, means of staying involved. And, I mean, we put out uh, massive emails to our, to our 7,000 members about how to work together for legislative efforts in different states. Um, it's a wonderful organization. Okay. And uh, do you feel that uh, there's a possibility that they could take uh, raw milk away from us entirely in, in the short term? I mean, is that, is that much of an effort going on? Um, well, it's been, it's been done in 30, you got 35 states where it's uh, illegal completely. Even, and, even in a cow share program? Uh, no, cow share is still happening in most places where it's illegal to get any other way. But, the, but you never know. I mean, the, the, uh, something could happen at the federal level if people aren't organized and, and fighting for it. And if we, if we don't make our voices heard with legislators, uh, something could happen at the federal level where you have a mandate issued by the USDA that uh, no more raw milk is to be sold. Um, so it, it's a very real danger. I mean, when you look at the situation today already, uh, 30 or 40 years ago, you could get raw milk in, in every state, and there were thousands of farms around selling raw milk. And now, uh, look where you are in your part of the country. It's practically impossible. Right. Actually, I, I have links on the Superhuman Radio website that were provided by realmilk.com. Real if uh, those folks want to find uh, raw milk in the U.S. or in other countries, they can also go to superhumanradio.com and just look on the homepage. We've, we've got a little box of links there. Um, for those of you in the Louisville area, uh, if you're interested in getting raw milk, uh, you can email me at onair at superhumanradio.com, and I'll send you some information about the, the farms that I've checked out in northern Kentucky. Uh, I'm gonna, trying to organize some people here so that uh, we don't have to drive up. If we get enough people on board, they'll drive down and deliver it to our home. Uh, so keep that in mind, onair at superhumanradio.com, if you're interested in the Louisville area in obtaining raw milk. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, and plug your book again, Doctor Ron. The Untold Story of Raw Milk. If anybody yeah, wants I'm to sorry, learn, the, the title is The Untold Story of Milk. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of it's about raw milk, but it's really about the history of milk and the whole story. So, okay, The Untold Story of Milk. Where can people get that? Uh, my website's the easiest way. Go to my website, and you can order it directly through the website, or you can call us and order it. I'll, I'll give a phone number. Uh, Eight seven seven four seven two eight seven zero one. Okay, and uh, Randy Roach, uh, bodybuilding historian, raw food advocate. Uh, he is publishing a book shortly called Muscle Smoke and Mirrors, which can be uh, read about at the website www.musclesmokeandmirrors.com. Randy, when do you anticipate the book will be available? I think I'm going to stop answering that question because I keep getting myself in trouble every time I do. And it keeps pushing it out further and further, huh? It's going to be 2007, but it's just moving at its own pace. That's all I can say. And I I want to thank you for teaching me about raw milk, by the way, Randy. I really feel that you've given me a gift opening my eyes about that. Oh, in bodybuilding, we need to tell more people that uh, the diets that they're heading into are not the right way to go. They think everything is in supplements, and sure, there's some good supplements, but they got to get back to real foods. And the power's in the real foods. Like Ron said, it right on. It's the enzymes. 
There's much more to talk about enzymes as well, even coming with Eastern Bloc countries and not a topic, but it's the power is in the enzymes, the power is in the raw food. Yeah, that's a show that I want to do. I have a, I have a, a, a great interest in enzymes, the cascade of enzymes, because I know that as people age, those enzymes dissipate, makes it more difficult to digest proteins and other things. And, and enzymes, there's something there I want, I want to do a show about. Anyway, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for being on the show today. Um, thank you, Carl. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to Superhuman Radio, so there you have it. Raw milk, go out and get some today. Find the cow share program in your area. Visit superhumanradio.com. There's links on there that you can find uh, how to get milk in your area in the United States and outside the United States. You can go to the Weston A. Price Foundation.org. Uh, you can also go to Dr. Ron's, D-R-R-O-N-S.com. You can read articles there about raw milk. Educate yourself. Get hooked on raw milk, and they won't be able to take it away from us. If enough of us are drinking it, they won't be able to take it away from us. And it'll make you healthy. It'll make you strong. So get on board. You've been listening to Superhuman Radio. I'm Carl Lenore. We'll see you next week. We all know how effective amino acid supplements are. Well, get ready to be shocked. Amino acid supplements just reached a new level of strength. Say hello to Gear. Gear is super concentrated, super potent, and so bioavailable, it's equivalent to injectable amino acids. Gear is best used between meals to keep nitrogen balances tilted towards anabolism. Gear causes an increase in anabolic signaling that tells your muscles it's time to grow. Get Gear today by visiting needtobuildmuscle.net. Gear. This ain't your daddy's amino acid supplement. The federal government is more aggressive than ever prosecuting anabolic steroid-related cases. Whether you're a physician, supplement company, or citizen, ignorance of the law is not a defense. Buying from overseas pharmacies, large numbers of patients on hormone replacement therapy, and releasing new hormone-based supplements can all be red flags to the federal government. Don't take chances. You need attorneys that have years of experience defending anabolic steroid-related cases. You need J. Clark Baird and Bill Butler. Knowledge is power. Know where you stand before the federal government comes knocking. Go to SteroidDefenseLawyers.com. That's SteroidDefenseLawyers.com. Go today and be safer tomorrow. 